Welcome to Great Loop Radio, brought to you by America's Great Loop Cruisers Association. We're dedicated to sharing Great Loop information and inspiration with those actively cruising, planning for, or dreaming about a Great Loop adventure. I'm Kim Russo. I'm the director of AGLCA, and with me today is Karen Nettles, who is also part of the Homeport crew. And we're going to chat a little bit about the changes that have been going on at AGLCA, in particular the website, which also encompasses the forum, which is an important member benefit. So lots of changes. We're also going to touch on some of the upcoming events because we are very excited about our return to live in-person events. So that's the topic for today. Before we jump in, I want to take a moment to recognize and thank our Admiral sponsors who support AGLCA at the highest level. They are Curtis Stokes and Associates, Passage Maker Trawler Fest, Skipper Bob Publications, and Waterway Guide Media. As always, we encourage our listeners to support these businesses that support the Great Loop. And with that out of the way, Karen Nettles with the Homeport crew, thanks for joining me again on Great Loop Radio. You've been here before, and it's always a, a nice conversation, so I appreciate you taking the time out today. Uh, Glad to be here. Always like to be here so we can give members more explanation or more information that they need on what's going on. And I know a lot of people have a lot of questions regarding the the new website. So they absolutely do. Um, And that's what we're here for. We want to kind of address some of the questions we've been getting and some of the reasons behind all of this um, and kind of give a status update on where things stand as of now. So where should we jump in? Uh, I think one of the top questions is probably what led to the the change from uh, Club Express to YM. Yeah, and, and, you know, we understand change is tough. None of us particularly likes change. Um, Some of you who have been members for a while might remember that late last year, kind of late in 2020, um, we increased the membership fee by a few dollars a year, and we're going to put that towards a specific website improvement we had in mind. And that's kind of when we started hearing, well, thank goodness, we really need some web- website improvements. We're so glad that you're looking towards replacing the website. And we kind of went, interesting, um, you know, because the few dollars we had in mind was not really earmarked for a complete website replacement. It was earmarked for a few new features that we thought would be helpful. Um, and then shortly thereafter, we did a full membership survey. It was the first one we'd done in quite some time. We had a phenomenal response. A, a really large percentage of members answered the survey. We were absolutely thrilled with the interaction from members on that because we all know that we get probably hundreds of surveys in our email boxes every month. Um, and we had uh, literally thousands of members answer that survey. So you know, it was kind of an um, interesting process. And, and the survey setup that we used was designed so that we could then graph the results um, through a process that I won't go into the mathematics behind it. Um, but the end result was that we could graph into quadrants the different membership benefits that we asked people to rate. Um, and each quadrant, you know, one was places where we're high performing and members have high expectations, places where we're low performing and members have high expectations. And of course, that's where you want to focus your improvements. And then, you know, the things that um, we're performing well on, but aren't so important or the things that maybe we're not performing so well on and also aren't so important. So of course, the things that members were saying were most important that we had the lower of our scores in were where we wanted to focus improvement. And where that turned out to be was the website. Um, That's what prompted this. So we knew we needed some improvements to the website that was loud and clear on the member survey. And beyond that graph that I just mentioned, there was quite a lot of feedback in the comments that talked about um, the website being hard to find things or clunky 
was a word that was kind of used a lot. Um, needing to be modernized were some of the phrases that were being used. So we took that feedback, um, honestly, still in my mind, not with the intention of moving to a completely different website platform. That's a big move that is uh, encompasses a lot of change. Um, but when we looked at the options available to us, you know, we didn't take anything off the table from the start. So we looked at what we had with Club Express, which had been performing well for us for six years. Um, and we looked at the other options out there. Um, the end result of taking all of that feedback was that uh, a platform called Your Membership, which is what we have switched to, offered a lot of newer engaging features, um, modern features, community-based features that seemed to be what our, web, our um, survey results were telling us that members wanted. So there were some people that saw no problems with Club Express, and we get that. Those are the people that are probably struggling the most with understanding why we made this change, um, particularly because there have been some glitches along the way that we're going to talk about. So, you know, those of you who were really happy with Club Express, we didn't mean to completely upset your apple cart. We do truly think this is a better solution. And when it's had time to settle in, members are really going to like it. Um, unfortunately, the focus has been on correcting some of those glitches. So we haven't really had the opportunity to get lots of information out about some of the features and why we chose your membership. But, you know, for those of you who liked the website we had, liked the forum we had, um, again, didn't mean to upset your apple cart. Just know that this wasn't a decision made frivolously. Um, this was not something we just sat here one day and said, hey, let's just change everything about the website. Um, this was really based on member feedback. And if you're a member who specifically, that was not your feedback, you really liked what we had, I hope you stick with it. It really has some neat features and it's, it's really pretty easy to use. So that's kind of the background. I hope that is understandable to folks who have really been asking why we undertook this, this change. Um, it was truly in response to what members were telling us via the survey that they really wanted and needed. Okay. Do you want to focus in on any more of the, the benefits of the new platform YM or should we just dive into uh, the glitches and what happened? I know people are interested to know what, yeah. what went wrong. I, I do want to talk about some of those um, features that are on the new platform that I really think that loopers will like and will take advantage of once they've had kind of the opportunity to spend some time with it. Um, as I mentioned, there's a whole community area and that is all new. It's all different and, and probably is part of what's created some confusion. Um, but the community area has a lot of great features. There's areas where you can upload photos, as many photos as you'd like. They stay there in your account. Other members can see them if you'd like. Um, it's a great way to share bits of your journey. It also has a um, ability within your account, in your profile area, um, for you to store documents. So if you're creating a library from all over the web or all different resources of things that you want to save for when you're on the Great Loop, there's a place for you to do that within your account, specific to your desires and your things you want to save. You can upload documents or you can save other websites um, right in one single place so that you're building your own Great Loop library with all of the resources and documents and websites that you want to have access to as you're planning and getting ready to do the loop. So that's one. Um, there is a site-wide search, which uh, wasn't on our Club Express site. The feature wasn't available and didn't exist. So as the content on the site increases, there's a ton there right now, but 
um, as we continue to add things, there's a search. If you're looking for something specific to Lake Michigan, you can type that into the search field and pull in all kinds of resources from documents to specific pages and itineraries on the website. Um, so that search feature was something we heard from a lot of people that was really needed and missing on the previous site. Um, trying to think if there's some other features that are particularly new or different and helpful. Um, as I said, the community area really just has a lot of options. You can actually bookmark pages on the site. Most of the pages have a little bookmark icon kind of in the upper right. And if you tap that, that's saving it into your account and building it into your library. So if there's something you know you're reading on the website and you want easy access to come back to that, you can tap that. You can make connections with other loopers. And I know the loop is all about those friendships and connections. Um, so in a sense, all members are connected. But in reality, there are 8,600 users of the website that we imported into the system. And you're not going to connect with all of them on the loop. So as you're making true connections with people out there, if you go to an AGLCA event and meet people, or if you're actively cruising and meeting people, you can send them a connection through the website and kind of build your own little tribe there of your friends and your acquaintances um, and connections that way. So there are some, you know, like it or not, it's more of a closed social media type interface. Um, and, you know, I know there are lots of fans of social media. There are lots of people who don't like it. Um, I think this brings the best of social media while keeping it closed into a finite group of loopers. You have a wall um, that you can post to with updates and photos and things like that. Um, and that, that's all in the community area. So that's all what's brand new. Our groups are also set up in the community area. So on the previous version of our site in the forum, there were sub forums for specific special interests. Um, those are things like families on the loop or solo loopers or uh, trailer loopers who have trailerable boats and maybe doing the loop in segments. There's seven or eight of them set up and new on this uh, new site. There's also a fishing on the loop special interest group. But instead of putting those as uh, subsets of our forum, they're currently set up as groups. Um, that's actually the name of them, those special interest groups. And if you're in the community area of the site and you tap on groups from the menu, you will see a list of those groups. You can join them and interact there. And that's one area that we're really not seeing a lot of use on yet. And we really want to get the word out about that. Um, it's different than the forum was, but there's way better features for you to connect with those group members and to exchange information um, because it is almost like a closed social network, so to speak, for that special interest group. So you can post updates. You can see who else is a member of that special interest group as opposed to the whole broader spectrum of the 8,600 users on the system. Um, so we really encourage you if you are part of a special interest group. And if you were part of one of those forums on the previous site, you were automatically added to that special interest group when we migrated the site over to your membership. So um, check out the groups. There's uh, also one for Canadians on the loop. You might know of, of the ones that I'm not thinking of right right now, Karen, but there's a few others for special uh, interests. Uh, we have the, one for reluctant partners. Yeah. Yeah. So and the families. Are, yep. Families, solo loopers, reluctant partners, Canadians on the loop, trailerable loopers, fishing. Um, so those are all available to you. And if you are at all a reluctant partner or perhaps you have a reluctant partner, definitely check out that page because there's a lot of information there and there are other loopers who were once reluctant that are there available to you to ask questions and seek advice from. So I think that covers the majority of the features that, uh, again, if you're a member, log into the new site, check out um, 
if you go to your profile, you'll see the community features. Once you log in, there's a whole list of the community features um, under my profile. If you're on a computer, it's on the right side. If you're on a mobile device, it's kind of towards the bottom there. But definitely check it out. There's a lot there. Yeah, it sounds like, you know, when some members, you know, there's going to be a learning curve, obviously, but when members realize what's there, you know, the interaction and engagement is going to be so much more than what we had on Club Express. And then also the opportunity, like you said, to build the library of their um, content and resources to do the loop. So, but we know right now that we did have some glitches and people are focused in on that. So what, what happened with some of the glitches once we launched the site? Yeah, and we absolutely do want to talk about that because there were some unanticipated things that didn't go the way we wanted them to go. Um, First and foremost is the forum and the daily digest that comes from that. Um, The problems there were really, you know, primarily that it just functioned a lot different when we had 8,600 users on there than it did when we had our much smaller test group. Um, Some of that was also that people just didn't like the change. So let me go back and explain a little bit more though. The forum was built into our Club Express site. You know, it was one and the same. The member data- database really needs to talk to the forum um, because it is a members only benefit. So all of that is plugged in, works together. Um, so when we made the decision to move, one of the requirements was that the new website also have a forum built in. Um, so we tested that. It worked in, in our smaller group setting. Um, once we launched it, it became pretty clear pretty quickly that it was not what members wanted. The daily digest that was spawned by that, um, which it was terming the newsletter, uh, was not the full text of the posts, which the previous version was. Um, you know, frankly, the Homeport crew thought that was fine. Um, you can click through on any of those to read the rest of the message. Uh, but there are a lot of members who we found out really were relying on the full text of the posts to be in that message. One of the things we were ha- seeing a lot with the Club Express forum delivery, not through any fault of Club Express, but more and more we were having members report that that full message would not load on their mobile devices, even when they hit, you know, show me the rest of the message. Um, so we really viewed the summaries only as a fix for that. It kept the message much shorter, let you click through to the ones you wanted to read. We hear you, a lot of members really did not like that. Um, so that was one thing we set out immediately to fix. Um, the other thing that was unexpected was the time that the digest was arriving, which was about noon. We know that our members really want to read this with their morning coffee. It's kind of part of the morning ritual, particularly if you're cruising, is to get that information before you set out underway. And the vendor was really um, unable to work with us to make that arrive earlier. Um, There were also some struggles with getting everybody subscribed and the process to subscribe yourself to that digest was very convoluted. Um, And we were manually subscribing people as they asked about it. Um, But with 8,600 users, it wasn't something we could do for everybody. So we put all that together within the first few days, knew there was a problem and spent a good part of the next week or so finding a solution for that. So um, that was the biggest glitch, but, you know, I'm happy to report that that's been corrected and we've, we've kind of moved on from that and, and I think found a great forum solution. So what is the current status of the, the forum? So uh, this past Tuesday, July 13th, we launched yet another new forum. So we apologize for another change, but really felt like it was important to make an immediate improvement to that. So it is on a completely separate platform now. 
we think it meets the needs that members were describing, uh, you know, as issues on the YM platform, I'm sorry, on, well, on the Club Express platform, but also what people didn't like about the new one that was launched as part of the Your Membership new website. So the digest is coming uh, generally between 5.30 and 6.30 a.m. Yesterday, it was a little bit late, came closer to seven. So we're kind of monitoring that and checking whether adjustments might be possible or needed. But this morning, it came right about six o'clock, at least for me. Um, it is a, the, the digest, it does include the full text of the messages. It shows you uh, brand new topics or threads at the top. So the first post in a new thread, and then all of the replies to all of the posts, new ones and old ones that were posted, follows that. If you're a member, we've sent some details about that. That digest is very specific to you. The system knows when you last logged in and only shows you new things since then. So everybody's digest could actually be a little bit different. Um, that's an effort to kind of keep that message shorter by not showing you things that you've already seen. Um, so a little bit different. We understand that maybe that's not your ideal. I, I wish we could make all 8,600 users of this happy. Um, I think it's in my nature to want you all to be happy. It's become abundantly clear that that's not possible. So I've heard from one or two people who really didn't want to just see the post they hadn't seen if they'd logged in. They really wanted to see every post. At this point in time, you know, this is kind of an off-the-shelf software that we've managed to investigate. We looked at 20-plus forum platforms, um, and the trend, I can tell you, in, the, in this space is for all of these digests to be summaries. And for most websites, the objective for them really is to push you to their website. So if, if you get a digest from them, they'd like you to land there. Perhaps they have sponsor ads, whatever it might be, you know, that, that they're getting uh, revenue for by displaying them. Um, this was the only platform that offered the full text of the messages in the digest. We know Club Express did. We've moved on from that because members told us that was not what they wanted. This digest does give the full text. It is a modern interface. It gives you um, photos, links back to reply. Um, a lot has been sent out to members. You can access it. The, we, like I said, we moved very quickly on this when we identified the best solution. It will eventually have a single sign-on plugin to the main part of the greatloop.org website. What I mean by that is right now, because we wanted to get an, an improvement out there as fast as we could, you have to log on separately at greatloop.org and the forum site, which is forum.greatloop.org. So we recommend you set your username and password the same on both to try and avoid some of that confusion. We did import the usernames, so they are the same on both unless you choose to change it. Um, you should have gotten an email invitation if you're a member to activate that membership in the forum. And at that point, you would set your password. And again, we recommend you make that the same as what you're using on the greatloop.org site. Um, we are working on that single sign-on, as I said, so it will be a seamless transition as you move from the main site to the forum. But for the time being, they're, they're operating independently. We expect that to take approximately four weeks, um, is what the vendor is telling us, to make that seamless logon for both happen. Um, but that's the status. You know, I, I think that it was never our goal to be operating the forum and the website on two different platforms. Like I said, they're very tightly integrated. Hitting that member database to make sure forum posters are members is key. Um, but to bring you the best solution with that less clunky modern interface with a digest that provides the full text, this was 
the only solution. Um, so we kind of bit the bullet and it's two separate platforms, but we can make them work nicely together. But that's the reason we didn't, you know, this, this forum is clearly much better than what we were seeing on YM. We didn't go with it initially because we really wanted to keep everything contained under one platform. It became clear that wasn't the best decision. So we've revised that and um, that's where we stand. I think we've got a great functioning forum now and I hope members will enjoy it. I'm sure they will. Like I said, I think we got a huge learning curve. So it'll take a little time for everybody. And with, you know, a transition of this magnitude comes some hiccups and so forth. So are there some other, you know, hiccups that are being worked out? Besides yeah, the forum? yeah, there's there's one other that's kind of giving me fits um, because it didn't turn up at all in our testing. And that is that some users of Safari are having an issue. Um, it is not all users, I would not even say that it's most users. As I said, we tested it on several Apple devices and computers with Safari um, prior to release and did not have this issue. But some Safari users seem to be ending up in a loop in some of the members only content where the site just keeps trying to refresh. And it's a problem between um, the device accepting the cookie that tells the site you're a member and the site receiving that information from the device that says, yep, this is a member, show them this content. Instead, it's constantly refreshing. The vendor's working on it. We're working on it. Um, it seems to be primarily older Apple devices, although I can't guarantee that a newer Apple, Apple device somewhere is not having this issue. Um, I apologize for this. This is one that's been a stumper for us, a real head scratcher for the vendor as well. We are still working on it. For most, um, trying another device works. I know that may not be your ideal. Um, for many, trying a different browser on that same device works. So trying Chrome, trying Firefox. Firefox seems to work for everyone. I've had two users who had the Safari issue tell me that they had the same problem on Chrome. Um, so a workaround, you know, first of all, of course, make sure you're using the most current version of iOS, the most current version of Safari. If that is still not working, definitely try Firefox. And of course, another device, if you have one, might be an option while we continue to work on it. We have not given up, but that is a remaining glitch that we're looking at. Calling all long-range cruisers and trawler nuts. It's time to get back on the docks at TrawlerFest Newport. TrawlerFest is officially back starting in an exciting all-new location, Newport, Rhode Island, August 24th to 28th, 2021. Use promo code AGLCA to save 20% off your tickets. With New England being such a popular destination for summer cruising, we have always felt that Newport was a natural fit for a summer trawler fest location. Plus, you can't beat the late season weather in Newport, and we hear the chowder is pretty good too. We're anticipating a full boat show with a wide variety of trawlers and coastal cruisers on display, a refreshed seminar series, and safe social gatherings. Again, use promo code AGLCA to save 20% at trawlerfest.com on your tickets. Okay. Well, we talked about some of the features of the, the new website that are new. So what are some of the features that remain the same that were, that were on Club Express as well? Yeah. So to, tr to try and, <laughs> it sounds funny saying this now because it's been such a change, but to try and mitigate a little bit the amount of change, we really left the menu structure on the main part of the website the same. Now, we know that that needs work. And that was one of the things that people told us is some things were hard to find on the site. So we debated whether to keep the menu structure the same when we launched and eventually decided, yes, to mitigate all of the different changes at once, we would need to um, keep the menu structure the same. 
The one change we made was that we changed the connect menu, which is, was on the old site. And we renamed that as interact because that had always housed the different ways to connect with other members. Um, some people struggled to really see that that's what that was when they saw the word connect. So we changed it to interact. It is all different ways to interact with other members. Other than that, the menu structure is the same. There are a few additional menu items for things that we broke out differently on the site so that they were easier to find. For example, Harbor Guides are under the information menu. Harbor Guides are submitted by Harbor Hosts. It's local information about different ports. Before they were found with the Harbor Host information, um, we moved it out from that so that you could find them independently. But the menu structures are largely the same. Um, one thing that I didn't mention when we were talking about the new features that I really don't want to forget about because it's powerful is the new member searches. So there's a member directory, um, there is a harbor host search, and there is a sponsor search. Um, they all have a map component included, and it just makes it a whole lot easier to find other members. So if you're looking for a harbor host, you go to that page, you can type in the state there may be 30 harbor hosts in that particular state, but then you can use the map to zoom in on where you are and find the closest one that way. The full member directory search is really where uh, there is a huge improvement in what we can do and what, what members can search for. So fields that are searchable now that didn't, weren't searchable before are things like the fleet of. So if, in your, if you're in your member profile and you plan to loop in 2022 and 23, you can mark yourself as part of that fleet and then when members are searching and they want to say, what other members might be out here with me in 2023, they can search on fleet of 2023 and turn up all the members who have listed that as part of their plan. You can also search by boat length, which was not previously searchable. And you can search by boat make, which was always there. But so if you want to find somebody who looped in a Beneteau between 40 and 45 feet, you can put in those parameters you can set the loop status to completed. So you're filtering only on people who have completed the loop and it'll show you people who match those parameters. And then as long as that person, that member has left their um, contact information visible, if you have questions about doing the loop in a, a 44 foot Beneteau Swift trawler and there's somebody who's done that, you can reach out to them through there. So lots of new search parameters that really make it uh, effective to find members of different categories, particularly if you have questions about specific boats and their air draft or what it was like to do the loop in a catamaran. There's actually a field you can search for just catamarans. So um, definitely encourage members to check that out too. The searches are hugely improved on the new site. Obviously, there's a lots of powerful tools there and benefits of the new website, but we know there's a, a phase two coming. So what's the rollout schedule for that? Yes. So phase two is really going to be where we change that navigation structure. Um, we're going to be looking for some more member feedback on what makes the most sense. But uh, this site was really basically built on a template that your membership, we call it YM, had offered. Um, so it's not custom to us. There aren't a whole lot of images and things like that because we wanted to get the site out there pretty quickly. So the next phase is a complete customization of the look of the site. So we'll be looking for member feedback on, you know, what makes sense there. Because the um, member survey told us that some things were hard to find, we'll be looking at that menu structure and seeing what makes most, what will make it most intuitive for members and non-members to know where to find things on that front end of the site. Um, it should take about 60 to 90 days once we start that phase. Because we're still letting this first release settle in, 
I'm not 100% sure when we'll start that. We had hoped to be starting that in August. We may postpone that a little bit just to make sure that this is fully settled in and we're not still um, dealing with issues and glitches on the first release. But a completely custom site that's more visually appealing and uh, easier to find things is coming probably this fall. Okay. Well, speaking of the fall, another thing that we have upcoming is a return to live events. So can you give us a little... um, recap of what's come, what people can expect to uh, events coming up and when they can register and so forth? Absolutely. Registration is already open for the Great Loop Cruising, a guide to the Looper Lifestyle Seminar that is coming to Charleston on September 10th and 11th. Um, it's a half day on the 10th, starts in the afternoon, runs the full day on the 11th. This is kind of our introductory course to the Great Loop. So it includes um, kind of an overview of the route. It includes details on the first day about how to find, buy, and finance a Great Loop boat. Um, We talk about some different uh, planning type um, topics for members. So we have a session on, you know, daily cruise planning, how you're going to decide each evening what you're going to do the next day from a navigating and what to see perspective. Um, I think we've got a DIY maintenance um, with Captain Chris Caldwell. Um, the full agenda is on the greatloop.org website. So just go to the events uh, menu and you'll see a link to it. The full agenda is there. As I said, registration is open and comes with a one-year membership for each person who registers. So if you're part of a couple and you register together, you'll get a two-year AGLCA membership because members can share, uh, uh, couples can share one membership. Um, we have 200 spaces at that event and about 134 have been claimed in less than a week that the registration has been open. Um, so it may sell out. So uh, I, would, I would suggest registering soon if that's something that you're interested in. We also have our full rendezvous coming up. This is going to be our first full rendezvous in person in two years. The last one was the fall 2019, um, thanks to COVID. So we are anxiously awaiting their opening of that registration. If you haven't been to a fall rendezvous or if you haven't been a member long enough to really kind of know the history of the fall rendezvous, it has been at Joe Wheeler State Park in Rogersville, Alabama for going on 20 years. Um, It is a quaint, lovely spot. Um, There is nothing else like it. There is a marina on the lake there, which is part of the Tennessee River. And just steps from the boats is the park lodge that has the uh, sleeping rooms that members who don't come by boat can use and has adequate conference space for a group our size. That said, our group has grown. Joe Wheeler State Park Lodge has not grown. Um, So we have been selling out that event for the past several years from all aspects, from using all of the marina space available to using every lodge room available to maxing out the fire code in the meeting and meal space. And, And the meals is really an important component because it's where you get the time to socialize and build those relationships. Um, so as I said, we've been selling that out for a few years. I wish we could make it bigger. Um, it will sell out extremely quickly this year because there is such an unmet demand due to the lack of rendezvous for two years. This is a members only event. So you have to be a member to even register. Registration is opening up Monday, July 19th at noon. We're kind of calling this a pre-registration because you're not going to actually pay at that time. Our concern is we know we have a limited number of slips. We know we have a limited number of lodge rooms. To appropriately utilize every inch of space we have, we need to have a handle during the registration process on who needs a slip and who needs a lodge room. So essentially to register, you're going to be filling out a form on the website. 
um, giving us all your details and your accommodation preference, slip or lodge room. We will know time, date and timestamp on those forms coming in and we will assign spaces for the event based on the order those come in till we're out of slips, until we're out of lodge rooms. And then we do have some overflow accommodations that uh, because this is a very rural area are a good 30 minutes away from the facility. So that's the way it's going to work. Once we have figured out in, you know, in order of filling in this pre-registration form, once we know who we can fit in, we will notify you. You'll have a certain time frame to go ahead and officially register um, and pay for the event. And then you'll be able to go ahead and make your lodge reservations or your slip reservations. So um, we've never done it this way before, but it gives us the most control over making sure we fill all the slips and fill all the lodge rooms and don't end up taking regi um, registrations from more people than we can accommodate on a lodge room side or on the slip side. So hopefully that makes sense. Again, it opens um, Monday, July 19th at noon. You must be a member to register and attend this event. Um, and again, we know we cannot meet the demand. We know it will sell out very quickly. Um, because of that, we have added a winter rendezvous in Fort Myers, Fly Fort Myers Florida in late January. The agenda will be very similar. Um, so if you don't get into the fall rendezvous, we know there's going to be a lot of disappointment. Consider the winter one. Um, Fort Myers is a great place to be in January. So that's the upcoming events. We hope to see many of you there. We're, as I said, super excited to get back to in-person. Well, like I said, you know, we have a lot going on. Some members have a lot to look forward to. It's a learning curve, but uh, I think they'll see the benefits of the website and the new forum as we go along and everybody gets more comfortable with it. And then the anticipation of the, the live events. So I think um, we pretty much covered everything, haven't we, that we wanted to cover today? And we've probably run out of time as well. Uh, both of those things. <laughs> yes. I just really want to thank all of our members for sticking with us through this transition. As I said, change is never easy. We know this has not been an exception to that. We know it's been painful for many. Um, so we just, we thank you for sticking with us. Um, we think we are over the hurdle. So if you were somebody who had some of the glitches, um, we think we're on the, on the upward trend now. Um, so again, just thank you for sticking with us. And thank you for watching today, Karen. Thank you for joining me. We'll be back next week with another episode of Great Loop Radio. Until then, safe cruising.